Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Jeff Chastain. Jeff, you are the founder of Admentis on the web at admentus.com. I'll spell this. It's A-D-M-E-N-T-U-S.com. And Admentus, uh, I guess, what would how would you describe uh, you? You are a uh, uh, an implementer of EOS uh, and an advisor uh, and business coach. Uh, and so uh, we'll get into what all that means uh, because as uh, I saw the initials EOS and it, it seems like something I should know, but I don't. Uh, well, <clears throat> um, actually, let me say it this way. I know what it is, but Jeff, for the person who's listening to us who doesn't know what EOS is, uh, could you kind of explain what that is? Hey, thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming on and thank you for having me on. Get this right here. <laughs> but um, no, EOS, really, my role is kind of the, the, the entrepreneur's coach right there. That really, I've always loved working with entrepreneurs. I, I love the, the journey they go through and, and the passion that they generate. But really, for if you look at an entrepreneur's kind of position, they don't have to have a, maybe an MBA or a business kind of background. They're, they're in charge of mm-hmm. their, their product, their service, building widgets, whatever they're trying to deliver. That's where their passion is. So if you kind of look at their journey as they go along, we go through the startup phase, way over glorify that kind of a thing. If we've all been there kind of thing, startup is just pure survival that, okay, can we get a product to market to get somebody to buy it before we run out of money kind of a thing. But if we get beyond that, then you start gaining that traction, you start getting sales and everything. And you basically run into the, almost what I look at is the kind of the teenage years. It's like, okay, we've got to, if we're going to have a real business here, we've got to grow up and actually kind of start acting like a business. We've got to deal with people. We've got to deal with issues. We've got to deal with the underlying business. And that's really where the EOS comes in is that we, hmm. we focus on three different issues or three different areas is vision is basically just saying, okay, you've got your whole team here. Let's get them all pulling in the same direction. Let's get them all understanding what the goal is, what the objective is for our company. Everybody's moving, pulling the same direction rather than pulling in different ways. Traction is saying, okay, great. The entrepreneur has got this vision. He wants to go out and, and, solve the world's issues kind of a thing here. But how does that work on the front line? How does that work for the people actually delivering the service, the people putting together the widgets, whatever they're doing kind of a thing? We've got to bring that back down to a level where it's like, okay, I know what I'm doing today can further your vision kind of a thing. And then the healthy side is simply going back to almost the the early days of the company where everybody's having fun. We're actually enjoying what we're doing. It's not just a nine to five punch the clock kind of a thing. It's, it's really getting everybody excited about that vision. So it's Mm -hmm. going back to your original question. EOS is just a, a series really of basic business processes, basic business tools, but they're organized in really something that fits the entrepreneurial mindset. It's, it's that short, small bites, easy to go implement, easy to go work through in a, a defined process. But it's really, it's the, I always look at it as the crash course Cliff Notes MBA right there for that entrepreneur. 
Yeah. Okay. So uh, can you kind of give us the basic, I mean, it all sounds good. Um, can you kind of give us the basic framework to EOS? I mean, how, how can someone develop more of an EOS mindset or, or I don't know, again, is this an operating system? Is this a framework? I, I, I'm not quite there. Yeah, no, the, the technical term is operating system. Basically, like I said, it's it's just a series of, of tools, series of, of processes that we go through and implement. There's actually six different key areas that, that EOS looks at. And basically we look at it and say, hey, all the issues, all the noise, everything you're dealing with in your business is largely just symptoms of these six key areas. And if we can simplify and strengthen these six key areas, everything else just kind of falls into place. So we actually, one of the critical ones, and really I think what's one of the most critical ones in this time is looking at your vision that I was talking about before that I've actually put you on the spot here. I've got your website up here looking at at your core values up here. And this is one of the things that always starts with. It's really good. You've got five of them up here, democratize authority, influence, innovation, and connection. And the idea though is, okay, great. Companies go put their core values, their mission statement, whatever up on their about us page, and it sits there. It's like, okay, this needs to be actionable within your company. It's like, okay, your people need to exhibit these core values in how they work in their company, how they treat your customers, et cetera. These core values need to be a measuring stick of, of your entire business, of your entire team kind of thing, rather than just something that sits up there and collects dust. And then we go and say, okay, what's your core focus? What, what is, what's your goal here in your business? How are you trying to do what you do? What's your mission here? And then really we go out and say, okay, as part of your vision, what's, your, what's a 10-year goal? What's something way on down the road here that gets everybody excited? This is, this is where we're trying to go. This is the vision of you, John Doe entrepreneur kind of thing here. We're going to go, like I said, solve the world's problems here. 10 years, this is what our big long-range target is just getting everybody excited around that same page kind of thing, pulling together. And then we actually bring it down a couple more levels, start actually saying, okay, instead of doing the big six inch strategic plan binder that everybody spends all this time on, it goes on the shelf, nobody looks at it again for the next year. We actually, again, keeping it in the entrepreneurial mindset, just draw a picture of what, what's the company look like in three years. Simple, what's your revenue number? What's just some other descriptive factors about your company? Hey, we're going to open three sales offices. We're going to be X size, whatever. But it's just a simple bullet point list. Again, just helping people quantify that vision. Okay, this is what we're working towards now in three years. Bring it back one more level and say, okay, what's your actual plan? What what do we need to do for one year? Okay, in order to reach that three-year goal, what do we need to do in the next 12 months here? Specific goals, specific initiatives now and then one last time bring it back and what we look at is the as 90 day world so we're saying okay for the next 90 days we're going to do a b and c everybody knows exactly what they're working on so mm. i can walk into your company pick out the guy standing at the water cooler ask him okay what's your job what's your role and he knows exactly where he fits into your picture into your plan rather than him sitting there kind of stumbling it's like well I, I work over in procurement and I, I i do some useful stuff it's like that's not helping your company move forward and in today's age when virus the pandemic all this kind of uh, recession kind of numbers and stuff money down we don't as entrepreneurs we don't have unless you're zoom or somebody really lucky you basically don't have buckets of cash sitting around right now to pay those kind of people doing off doing whatever. They may be great people, but if they don't have the direction, they're not helping you out as a company. So that's the biggest key component right now to me these days. But then we also focus on, 
like I said, five other issues focus on people basically saying, okay, with those core values, do we have the right people? Are they in the right seats? Do we have on the data side, do we have actionable data? Because a lot of times entrepreneurs, we run the company on the hopes, visions, dreams, things like that. It's like, okay, we need actual numbers. We need to know, okay, what is our, our lead count supposed to be? What's our production account? What's our quality assurance count to know that, okay, is my business on track? And then, you know, I talked with, I, I recently interviewed Chris Tuff, who's the uh, author of The Millennial Whisperer. And, you know, he pointed out that, you know, okay, having your, your mission, purpose, values, your, your why behind what you do, uh, it, it's important for, uh, you know, uh, for, I think for productivity. But what he would argue and what he's found in his research is that millennials and Gen Z, they have to have it. If there's no why behind, if there's no purpose behind their work, we're beyond that, you know, that that world where, well, I go ahead and give an honest day's work for an honest day's pay, you know, and then that's it, right? That world is over. I mean, there's, you know, still the baby boomers and maybe some of the older Gen Xers that that think like that, but not much longer that that is a that's a fading uh that's a fading way of doing business and this 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 transactional relationship with your employees so it really does take that effort to let people know hey this is who we are this is where we're going you know one other jeff i'm sure you've heard this story i know tony tony robbins shares it pretty frequently he's uh shared it at uh business mastery and have kind of been involved in that world. I've been uh, spoken to the Tony business, uh, the uh, business mastery audience. Uh, but he talks about, uh, you know, Tony Shea um, from um, uh, Zappos, um, Zappos, excuse me, um, you know, uh, really got good at this. And, uh, you know, where, you know, and I think be, you know, why is this so important? And like, when we've got our, our values up and, and what's our mission, um, it makes decision making much easier for us. That's 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 the thing that we measure. And when we have a difficult decision, and we have them from time to time, oh, yeah. we say, "Well, these are our values. This is our mission." If if we are making this decision in that lens, I'll get to Tony's story in just a second. Um, you know, it's very very easy to make that decision because this is what our values say. So yet yeah, Tony Shea said he knew the moment he was going to become a, you know, have a billion dollar valuation company is when he overheard two of his executives arguing over something. And, um, you know, one of them said to the other, he said, well, we need to ask Tony what he thinks. And the other guy goes, and Tony Shea's listening to this whole conversation, overhearing it. And the other guy goes, basically f tony it doesn't matter what tony thinks these are our values this is what we do and so then tony shea walks in apparently and you know imagine being that one guy who just said f tony uh and but he knew that that was the moment that he would have a billion dollar company it's when the values uh exceeded the the uh the any anyone in the company so yeah. it it was more about now you know, what we stand for rather than, well, this is just Tony's company or this is Josh's company or Jeff's company. Um, it, it lives beyond us. 
It, it really does. And that's, like you said, that's where you get that cohesive nature within the company. But you've got to think about and say, okay, all the different areas that that can go utilize. It goes into your, your people as to, okay, are you hiring the right people? That's, that's your measuring stick on when you're doing an interview. Do they meet my values? Do they understand the values? Are they going to agree to them? It's even in like your marketing or your sales. Okay, I'm dealing with this customer. Does this customer still fit our values, what we're going to? Are they way outside of market? Are they doing something that they're not, they don't have the integrity that we want to exhibit kind of a thing? So it's like there's just so many different areas that this really should flow into. But yeah, to your point, it's, it's incredibly key on just the decision making. It's like, okay, we're making this decision. Does it fit who we are? And whether that's honesty and integrity kind of values, whether that's as simple as who we're trying to reach. Are we trying to reach just the, the financial industry or just whatever? And well, this is an offshoot project. This doesn't really fit our true trajectory. If you've got that defined and everybody understands it, it makes those decisions so much easier and you simplify the company, which is really the key, especially these days, but just simplification is always the key to say, okay, we know the path we're on. We know where we're going. Let's stick to that. Let's not try to do a million things and be good at everything. So, Jeff, um, how would either implementation of EOS uh, operating system or, you know, Admentis comes in, uh, how would that impact uh, sales and marketing and ultimately revenue? Yeah, no, it's one of the, I guess our, my, my key line here is simply, okay, the goal of EOS, my goal is simply to get you more out of your business of what you want. So a lot of people, that's profit. I say, I want more profit. I want more revenues. Maybe it's simply, hey, I want just a, a more fun, loving environment kind of a thing here. It's, it's whatever you want. There's a lot of different ways it can go. But in terms of the impact here, even just taking vision, kind of like vision is just one piece of this. But again, going back to what we were talking about, if marketing has their known target, okay, we're going to go after this industry, this demographic, this psychographic, this is what we're tailoring our message to. And sales is on the exact same page to say, okay, they're bringing us these people. I've got the same three selling points that all the other sales team has here in our business to know, okay, this is how we're unique. This is how Acme Company is better than everybody else. Everybody's selling those same three points to this same market and then take it even one step further. Okay, now operations is getting a consistent set of projects in that, okay, Project A, Project B, Project C, these are all within our wheelhouse right here. We're not used to selling red widgets and all of a sudden we get an order for blue widgets. Like what in the heck, how are we gonna do blue now kind of a thing that mm. it's just, again, simplifying that all the way through. Everybody's using the same process. Everybody's got standard processes that, okay, this is the Acme way of doing things. Then major, again, just, a simplification there across the board obviously helps productivity right there obviously helps standardize things you've got better quality issues going out the the back door kind of a thing everything just works together it's now really that well-oiled machine so yes you're going to get more profitability out of that simply because okay there's less waste there's less time things like that but you're going to have a, a just a, a more fun loving team a more a team that enjoys working together they're excited about coming to work and saying hey we're going to get this project done today rather than, oh, I've got to go punch the time clock for another eight hours, like you were saying. It's just, yeah. you've got to have that attitude in there. Right, right. Uh, does this stick? Does this process stick? Uh, I, I, I think one thing I would be nervous about, and uh, you know, anyone who's ever hired a consultant or a speaker is, you know, all these great ideas come in, and then people kind of 
you know, they, the, the wind kind of leaves the sails kind of thing. And they're like, well, that was fun. <laughs> no, it definitely, yeah, I, I see that all the time kind of a thing. And it's really, I, I don't go in as a consultant. I go in as a coach and I see very clear line between the two that a consultant is there to embed their, themselves into your business. They're your IT person. They're your, they're your CTO, whatever kind of a thing that's, I'm going to provide this service for you. My job as a coach is actually to teach and train you. So this is not a, a seminar like you're talking about. This is not a webinar you're going to go to for 30 minutes or an hour, half day, whatever, and come home and implement yourself. This is, EOS has, we, we I eat the own dog food kind of a thing here. I have a defined process here and I've actually got it up on my website. He wants to go look, but it's a defined structural process that I will actually come in and work face-to-face with my clients. So I, I keep a very limited portfolio because I'm, I'm literally a full day with you, with your leadership team saying, okay, this is how we're going to implement these couple of tools. Then I'll actually come back 30 days later and say, okay, how did the last 30 days go when you were executing these in your business? What do we need to tune up? What do we need to work on? Okay, now here's the next set of bites. So we, it's the, the, um, the analogy, how do you eat an elephant? It's like one bite at a time kind of a thing here. You don't take and bite this off all on yourself. You, there, I've seen self-implementers and, and they can do a lot themselves kind of a thing, but having somebody outside helps hold that accountability to you, helps give you some outside opinions there. But yeah, it's it's a, most of the clients, when I typically want, work through a, a coaching practice, it's a two-year engagement with these clients, really just trying to get that momentum going. Because you're right, it's it's too easy to fall back into old habits. A great, I read a book or something here, 30 days later, that's completely forgotten about. We're back to the old way of doing things. And really, your team gets so frustrated with that because it's like, okay, great, which conference did the, the CEO go to this weekend and we're heading now in the right <laughs> Like, okay, this this is a, we refer to it as a journey. This is a really trying to instill that within you. It's a, it's a cultural change in your organization to say, okay, we're going to get to the point of being streamlined, well-oiled machine moving forward here. And it's a long-term process, a long-term journey here that, like I said, average runs about two years kind of thing engagement. So this is, this is a long-term really biting something off here. Jeff, if someone's not quite ready for that level of engagement, but they're like, I, I like the way the guy's thinking, um, is it, you know, you know, beyond reading like Simon Sinek's Start With Why, uh, you know, is there any other place, you know, to say, hey, you know, on your journey, you're not quite at that teenager level yet, um, but here's what you could be or should be doing right now so that you could be uh, great, you know, so you can really help your business at any, any at books, any other pieces of software, you know, what, what, uh, anything else? Well, there's actually, there's quite a few different resources out there. And it's actually, if you hit my website, it's adventist.com slash resources. There's several things listed there. One of the very first ones actually is a quick online checkup right there that looks at those six key areas I was talking about, lets you even actually allows you to push it out to your team and say, okay, come through and do a quick evaluation of where you are right now. Just kind of get a feel as to what this covers, what you might be looking at. So that one's actually the very first one on that resources page right there at the very top. But then, yeah, there's actually two different books listed there. I've got them both sitting here, but they are both uh, written primarily by Gino Whitman, who was the, the original founder. Is One's called Traction, which is really, here's all the tools, here's all the pieces of EOS. So we're, we're, you can get the whole system right there. Go look at how to implement this. And the second one's called Get a Grip, which is actually a fictional narrative. It's actually my preference between the two books, but it actually describes 
how this journey looks in the life of an entrepreneurial company. That okay, what what's the the issues they're running into? How does it implement things like that? So that between those two books, that gives you the full picture of what it is. And then there is on that same page, there's actually a third ebook that if you were just wanting something a lot shorter, it's 25 something pages there that looks at one of the tools that we call IDS that basically say, okay, most people you're used to going into the meeting, we're, we're still dealing with X, Y, Z issue kind of a thing. We're going to punt this, we're going to talk about it indefinitely. Okay, now we'll come back next week. It's still on the list. It's still on the list. IDS is a tool that we use to say, okay, how do you identify those issues? Find a permanent solution, fix them, make them go away where you're not just sitting here fighting this over and over. And that's one that I see a lot within organizations at all levels, but especially the entrepreneurial side. But that one is a very quick little read right there, shows you exactly that IDS process and how we go about solving issues once and for all. Excellent. All right. So Jeff Chastain, your website is admentus.com, A-D-M-E-N-T-U-S.com. And you can look for the, uh, you called it a quick checkup or what, what, what is it that we call it? Yeah, there's a quick checkup. It's uh, like I said, hit that resources link right at the top. It's the very resources. first thing right there, there but it, yeah, it's actually admentus.com slash checkup. We'll get you there right directly. Cool. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. All right. Awesome. Well, Jeff Chastain, again, admentus.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. It was great to talk with you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, Tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.